Hey, I'm Justin Allison, and this is our weekly devotional at Greenwood Baptist Church. And today we're going to be in Psalms again. Today is going to be Psalm chapter 4. And you may remember that we have, we've talked about uh, Psalm 1, 2, and 3 in the previous weeks. And so today, Psalm 4, we're continuing on. And this one gives us a unique heading here. It says, For the Choir Director a psalm of David to be accompanied by stringed instruments. So I think it's reasonable to assume that this was uh, meant to be sung and, uh, and perhaps uh, performed in worship. And so uh, this is a song that, that uh, we might think of as like an ancient hymn book sort of thing. Uh, this would be something that was played in worship and, uh, and known probably by people who went to um, attend worship services, maybe at the temple, perhaps later at local synagogues, but certainly at the temple. And so with that in mind, uh, let's go ahead and look at this psalm. It's also interesting to point out that um, this one has a couple of different pauses, that selah in uh, the psalm. And so we're going to actually pause as we read uh, through those different sections today. And so the first section is going to be Psalm 4, verses 1 and 2. And it reads like this. Answer me when I call to you, O God, who declares me innocent. Free me from my troubles. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. How long will you people ruin my reputation? How long will you make groundless accusations? How long will you continue your lies? So I think it's interesting to, to note that in these first two verses, David is describing his trouble uh, to the Lord. Um, and that trouble is that uh, people are are speaking lies about him, ruining his reputation, causing trouble, and uh, and in this situation, he's asking God to hear his prayer. And so we see from verse two, these people are characterized by ruining his reputation, making groundless accusations, and lying about him. And you, you know, you and I tend to face situations like that in our lives at different points. Uh, you know, thankfully that's not an, an everyday occurrence, I hope, but it's also something that we are all going to face at some point in our life where um, there are groundless accusations or perhaps lies about um, our character or even lies about something that we've said and uh, we can probably all think back to our, our days in grade school and remember some of those situations. And, you know, that's just something you go through as a child. But when you're, when you're older, when you're an adult, and you're having to deal with those same things, man, that's a pretty painful time because the consequences are much greater uh, for us as an adult. Uh, emotionally, it may feel quite similar to what, what it does when we're um, a child, but the consequences of this can have much more of an impact on your life as an adult. And so that's what David's facing here. And some of us are facing that uh, at various times in our lives. And then we move uh, past the first Selah or interlude into verses three and four. It says this, you can be sure of this. The Lord set apart the godly for himself. The Lord will answer when I call to him. Don't sin by letting your anger control you. Think about it overnight and remain silent. And so that's really, uh, verse four is really 
the, the key here is don't let anger control you because letting anger control you instead of the spirit, that's a sin. And so we're, we're supposed to avoid that. So pray about our struggles to the Lord and, and he will answer you. That's, that's the truth that David's uh, reminding of us reminding us of in, uh, in verse three here. You can be sure of this. The Lord set apart the godly for himself. So if you're uh, called by the Lord, you, you've responded to the Lord in faith, um, you're one of these people. And so consequently, he will answer us when we call to him. So we can take uh, some comfort in that, that when we are faced with that situation uh, where people are speaking um, about us to other, telling other people lies about us, you know, maybe assassinating our character to others, that God will uh, intervene on behalf of us. And, and in that situation, we need to not let our anger um, control us. It's, it's natural, it's human to get upset in those circumstances, but the godly person doesn't let that anger control them. They're able to um, look for uh, perhaps valid criticism there and, uh, and correct that if needed, or to just think about it and, and think, okay, that's not true, and uh, I can trust the Lord to handle this. So then the psalm moves forward into verses 5 through 8, and it reads like this. Offer sacrifices in the right spirit and trust the Lord. Many people say, who will show us better times? Let your face smile on us, Lord. You have given me greater joy than those who have abundant harvests of grain and new wine. In peace, I will lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, will keep me safe. And so you might sum this up as saying, you know, trust the Lord and, and make him your source of joy. Uh, that's what, what David's really talking about here is that verse seven, you've given me greater joy than those who have abundant harvests. And, you know, it's hard for us to really, really believe that. We, we like to say that it's better to, better to have a relationship with the Lord than to you know, have all the riches in the world. But when push comes to shove, sometimes if we were to admit it, we would rather be Jeff Bezos and have unlimited money than we would prefer to, to deal with some of the things that come from following the Lord. And the psalmist challenges us here uh, by his statement of faith that God has given him greater joy than those who have much wealth. And so, you know, um, when facing hardships, whether it's a character assassination at work or uh, maybe somebody's lying about something you said about someone else on your kid's team or something. You know, we face those situations and it's easy for us to, um, to wonder, is trusting the Lord, is following the Lord and not being controlled by anger or, you know, fighting back with lies. Uh, if, if we if we respond as a believer, we trust the Lord and we fight back and we don't fight back with lies. Um, we may not feel like we're really winning the argument there. We may not feel like um, we're able to really do anything. And, and the point here is that the psalmist, David, is telling us that, you know, just having the smile of the Lord on us 
uh, having that joy that comes from knowing we're following the Lord and in right relationship with him really ought to be better uh, for us than, than anything else. And so that's really a challenge for us is to make it to where our source of joy comes from, um, from serving the Lord. Our source of joy uh, comes from knowing uh, that we are on the right side of, of the Lord's decrees. And when we can uh, think about our life in those terms and, and make our choices uh, from that viewpoint, uh, we, as the psalmist said in, in Psalm chapter 1, uh, we, we end up in the right place. Um, and we, we, we know now uh, that we have that hope of heaven and eternal life uh, in Jesus. Um, and so that's what we look forward to. So I hope that is helpful as we look at Psalm chapter 4 today. And uh, if this has been helpful for you, I hope you'll share it with uh, somebody you know that, uh, that could use some encouragement. And uh, I'd love to connect with you, uh, jallison at greenwoodbc.com, or you can find me at the information desk on a Sunday uh, in between services. Y'all have a wonderful week. We'll see you next time.